Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you for your word that is anointed and is blessed and is coming. May your name be praised in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 22, verse number 12 to 14. And he saith unto him, Friend, how comest thou in hither, not having a wedding garment. And he was speechless. Then said the king to the servant, bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Praise the Lord. For many are called, but few are chosen. Tell somebody, many are called, but few are chosen. I want to share with you four pillars of radical ministry. How many pillars? Four pillars. Please take your seat. There are many pillars of radical ministry, but I want to share with you just four this morning. Number one pillar And in sharing this, let's say my objective is to get you to understand that there is an underlining and appealing mentality that every child of God should have when it comes to the ministry. So one of the objectives is to reveal unto you the mindset you should have in doing radical ministry. Second objective possibly will be for you to do that radical ministry, (laughs) to execute it. Once you understand the mindset behind it, then it's for you to do it. Praise the Lord. Number three, to make the impact God wants you to make. And finally, number four, is to get you to appreciate that This is our culture as a commission that we stand for this particular mindset called ministry. Say ministry. Yeah. Number one pillar I'm discussing with you is that we have been called. We have been what? Called. That's number one pillar. That you have been called. I have been called. All of us here, we have been called. In verse 14 of Matthew 22, where we read, he said, Many are called, but few are chosen. So this is, the father did his party and invited people. And the people who were originally invited didn't turn up. So he sent servant to go to town and invite 
people. And when they when they invited people, he said, bring good and bad, just bring them. Let the house be filled with people. So one of the things God doesn't like is for a house to be empty. It's for a church to be empty. So he called and he had set his table and everything was ready on the table of the Lord. So the child of God must understand that you have been called. Tell somebody many are called and you are one of the people who have been called. Say you have been called. One more time. Preach today. You preach to a lot of people, but I tell them, I want you to know that regardless of your age, you have been called. And God wants you to know that. So here you see that the call is an invitation to the party or the table of the Lord. He had made his party and he invited us to that party. Jesus came to die and invited us unto himself. So he says that anyone that my father does not allow to come will not be able to come. So I want you to know that this work we have with Christ is a supernatural invitation. And it's a privilege that has been given to you and I because original people missed it. Hey. That is to say that you must grasp it with two hands. Because if the ideal situation had held, you and I wouldn't have the invitation. Salvation is first for the Jews, not for the Gentiles. But the Bible says that he came to his own and his own received him not. And as many that received him, he gave them the power to become what? The sons of God. That is to say that you and I were on the substitution bench. Selang came from the start. But somewhere, somehow, the plan of grace robbed us in. And that is why even though we do not deserve to be here, we are here by a special invitation. Is it powerful? It's powerful. When you know that you were not originally part of the plan and a special protocol has brought you in, you have to comport yourself. You have to be determined that I'm not losing this thing. It's an invitation to the table of the Lord. That's you and I. We do not deserve to sit on the table prepared by God with him being there. The table is for royals. But with this invitation, you assume a royal's nature. The status of a royal, even though you are a commoner. A Gentile is a commoner. But the invitation makes you a peculiar person. Makes you a special person. Is somebody here at all? So you have been called. Now tell yourself, I've been called. I've been called by the Lord to the party. And I have an invitation. Tell yourself, I have an invitation. And I have gladly accepted that invitation. So the call, because it's a party, the call is for enjoyment. Or to partake of the blessings of the father. Even though it could go wrong for others. The call is a party and it's for enjoyment. Why do I say it's for enjoyment? I've set my table. Come and partake. So when 
we received Christ, Bible says we were translated from darkness into light. From curses into blessings. And we have become partakers of his divine nature. That's why it's for enjoyment. I believe you agree with me that blessings are better than curses. And when you are blessed, it's an enjoyable life. And when you are cursed, it's a very painful life. And sometimes the curse of life is it's like an incipient death. It kills you slowly. So you'll be living, but you are dead and you don't know you are dead. But death is gradually getting you to the grave. And sometimes when you are like that, you still feel like, yeah, you are alive. But you are actually dead. There are many people who are here and they are already in hell. Because they do not have this invitation. Are you here at all? But you are blessed to have this invitation. I have a daughter here. She comes from Guinea. Is it Guinea? Yeah, Guinea. She's, she's born a Muslim. But by the grace of God, <laughs> she has received an invitation to partake of the blessings of the Lord. And it's an enjoyment because there is a pattern running through the family that by this invitation, she has escaped the negativity of that pattern. It's a blessing. And she's enjoying. So, you see, many people see the call as something that takes from them. Rather than something that gives to them. They see the call as something that makes them sacrifice everything they have. But if you get to understand that you have been called to a table you didn't set you will find out that whatever you call sacrifice in Puno, it was not yours in the first place. It was given to you and you have enjoyed that and there is a small portion you are required to give back to the one who gave it to you. Because the life you had was not life in the first place. And he gave you his life so that you will feed into him and give back that life as you stay. Because giving that life makes you live. Sharing that life Christ has given you makes you a living soul. The moment you stop sharing that life, you are dead. And that death could be eternal death. Not just physically evaporating from this realm. But it might be something else. So this is a call to enjoy. Tell somebody I'm in the party. That's why you are blessed. That's why I'm telling you. Most of your classmates, you are functioning better than they are doing. Not because you are more intelligent than them, but because you escaped the curse. Praise the Lord. Is it a blessing? (laughs) It's a blessing. You are fully, permanently in a party with the Lord. Fully. So sometimes you find out that you don't have money, but you are still blessed. (laughs) Because you are on the table of the Lord. Something satisfies your soul beyond natural mundane things. Hey. I'm saying that even though we are in a party, sometimes it could go wrong for some people. 
that is why you, you use one hand to hold the blessings and you use another hand to manage your mind and manage the way you think because many are called and somebody came in they're not dressed well verse 12 very clear and the master came and said i don't have a problem inviting you but i have a problem in how you have decided to appear here hey and he said unto him friend how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment. That's a, you are taking the call for granted. Dress for it. Prepare for it. Live for it. Don't take it for granted. Because if we were to consider the people to be originally here, you are not to be considered. So, having this opportunity, don't come here as if we are joking here. Hey! You see that many are called, and if you are not careful, you will be an odd person for the call. Odd. You are not evenly distributed. It's like you are an extreme value. Hey! An outlier. You look weird and strange internally and externally. Why? Because I can come anyhow. You can't come anyhow. Is that casual mindset, that nominal passive mindset is the reason why you will lose an invitation you received and you even made it there just for you to be disqualified. So I dare to say that not every Christian who has been called will be able to maximize the call. Why? Because some people are simply not serious. And the call is so important to God that God will never hand over his treasure into the hand of a passive person. You need to be somebody who is passionate, who is serious, somebody who is disciplined, loyal, faithful, somebody who is not into familiarity and all the other negativities that come with it. Am I? Is God talking to somebody here? He called him friend. That is, We have a relationship now, but you are abusing and misusing the opportunity you have. It's an abuse. So sometimes you are in church and you go into the world to just dress as if you are in the world and still want to operate on the table. I think it's a parable. Because some people, they, they, they so there's, there's a topic in mathematics. It's called logical reasoning. Very simple. Too many people failed call maths because of that. So when I'm preaching, I'm very careful because so many people cannot analytically put together some things. I'm just saying that you belong to this kingdom, but from time to time, you like to dress like you belong to the other. You see, it is not everything that is allowed here. And even though it's a physical appearance, it has deeper ramifications beyond the facade. 
Alright. The call is for everyone, good or bad. Praise the Lord. He told them, go out there, verse 10, and call them. And he said unto him, verse 10, go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid them to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all, as many as they found, both good and what? Bad. And the wedding was furnished with guests, both good and bad. Tell somebody the call is for both good and bad. So there are some people who say, I am bad. So God cannot call me. It's an excuse. But the call has taken care of that. And it is the servant who spoke to the people, who chose people who were both good and bad. So, if you believe you are bad, it is not God who tells you that, oh, I have still called you. It is a servant like myself who will come and tell you that, look, even though you think you are bad, you are still called by God. Is it powerful already? Then there are others too. So there are some, the first category, they believe they are, they are so bad that they are not good for the call. Hey. So bad that you are not good for the call. And the law says, it does not matter how bad you are. If he says you are called, then it's good for the call. Then there are others, category two, who feel they are so good that they are not needed for the call. <laughs> I'm preaching. <laughs> yes, I'm preaching. It's actually easier to convince the people who feel they are bad to do the call than the ones who believe they are good to be on the call. I am too good. I feel myself. <laughs> this boys and girls church. Oh, it's, it's this one is just it's, the noise is too much. It's boys and girls church. Church they run. Church they jump. Church they shout. Nah, I'm too good. You are you you feel yourself, and it's good to feel yourself. I'm too corporate for this year, nyama nyama. It's, it's, it's like, hey, <laughs> but the end of every man is the same, right? <laughs> but you are too good. Maybe I'm too, I'm too professional, too educated. Um, it's like, you know, the, my class. But the call is for both the good and the bad. I'm too busy with the work I do. Too good at my work. Hey. This is what sustains me. Excuses because of your goodness. So sometimes when you have some natural blessings. That makes you feel like you have an edge in life. It can make you fail. In the ministry. 
Hello? Every one of us here, whether you are whatever you are, it's the blessing of the Lord that has made you who you are. And if he created you, then there is a purpose for you being created. And so whether you are good, and I don't even know what the measure of goodness is. Whether it's, it's, it's in comparison with the one who is down there or you are comparing yourself to, I don't know, I don't know, well, I don't know. But whatever your definition of goodness is, I want you to know that you are not so good that God cannot use. When Pharaoh trains, it is God who uses. Moses is trained for 40 years in Egypt and God goes to use Moses to deliver his people with the same skills he learned in Egypt. So Barclays will train you, you will come and then I will help God to use you here. Praise the Lord. Multimedia will train you and God will use you here. Nanka. It's the same media we are doing here. We will bring the H. CNN trains you. Thank God. We can do something special. Is that not powerful? Pharaoh trains. God uses. That's why you went to university. Church is not for kubolos. If a kubolo comes, part of, assuming it's part of societal badness, is allowed. And if societal good means um, university education or tertiary education or whatever, that is also, but human beings are human beings. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful already? So tell somebody that no matter who you are, you are in the net of the people who have been called. Now tell them that is why the Bible said, many are called. Not few. Tell them many means you are part of the many. Tell them many means multitudes uncountable. And you are part of the many. And tell them this is one of the pillars of radical ministry. That you understand that you have been called. Give the Lord a big clap of praise. Number two. We have been chosen by Christ. Hey. Second pillar I'm sharing today concerning radical ministry is that you and I have been chosen by Christ. John chapter 15 verse 16. John 15, 16. Let's read it together. One go. Ye have not chosen me but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should what? Remain. And what will happen? That whatsoever ye shall ask of my father in my name, he may give it to you. Tell somebody, you have not only been called, but you have been chosen. You are not talking at all. You, you got to talk to me. Talk to me and talk to the person by your side. That you have not only been called, but you have been chosen. See, uh, many people can be called into a bowl. Okay? But few people can climb the table. So, 
Normally, when you attend a graduation ceremony, there is what we call the popular stance. Second class lower. Most of the time. Is the, the majority of the students are in there. Hey. Next level, you will be higher in Jesus' name. <laughs> when you go to a stadium where they play football, you will see that they have what they call the popular stance. Majority of the supporters pay to sit at the popular stance. It has the lowest price for a ticket. That is where the Jama people are. Most of the insult are shot from the popular stance. That's where majority of the coaches also sit. But I believe you will agree with me that first class students are not much in a graduation ceremony. A whole department can have one. Then in the stadium, you have the VVIP seat. Sometimes there will be empty seats there. And they said the stadium is full. <laughs> so when they say the stadium is full, it means that the main bowl is full. Even though there are seats at the VIP. Those seats are normally reserved seats. They are what? One day. day. (laughs) I wanted to watch a match in uh, Manchester, Old Trafford. And uh, normally people have season long ticket and all those things. So I have a friend who said, I couldn't get a ticket. So he gave me a ticket. And the ticket belonged to a company. And he was a top executive of that company. And that company were part of the sponsors of of the team. So it was a reserve ticket in the VIP place. So even though I didn't get a ticket, and they said the stadium is full to capacity, I still had a place to sit because that seat there, If the one holding the ticket doesn't turn up, no one will sit on it. So whether he came or he didn't come or he has come. (laughs) Season long. And I'm saying that you have to understand that when you became born again, you were in popular stance. But walking with God from the born again experience, you are elevated to a VIP place. So you have been chosen to stay in a realm where few people occupy. That's what I'm telling you right now. That You have been what? Chosen. 
Because I know that, I mean, many people in church who have received Christ, there are a lot who are not serious, even though they have received Christ. So I'm talking to serious people now. Okay? If you are serious here, let me see your hand. Yes. If you are serious, you are not just part of the many. Now you are part of the chosen. Hey. Verse 14 of that Matthew 22 said, many are called. That is level one. But level two is that few are chosen. Few are what? Is it powerful? Few are chosen. And tell somebody that you are chosen. That's why you are here listening to this. It's powerful. And when you are chosen, you can be used for specific things. Yes, there's a reason why you are chosen. When they are making decisions where there are people who are, you see, if you go for a graduation and uh, the lower people are going for their, say, um, their, what, how, how do you people call it? Yeah, everything is like fast, 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 fast. Fast, 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 fast. They give you the citation. But when they just want to clear the road. And then when it comes to the first class people, they take time. They explain that these kinds of people who are coming, they are exceptional people. Hey. So you see that the rector or provost or VC when they mentioned, like this guy here, he, this guy, Paul here, he had first class. What did you do? He said, accounting in Legon. So, he, I mean, so, a subject that has been killing people since Adam. He had first class. So, when they mentioned his name, Paul J.B. Addo. You see, they were wearing the same garment, but when he stood up, you know, when he got the dean will rise, registrar will rise, the VC will rise, and then they will give you a hug. Invited guest, they will rise because you are a se- part of a selected few. I'm preaching on. In this your life here on earth, you must prove to God that you need a standing ovation in heaven. Nobody stands for the popular stance. Too clumsy to be saluted. It is making yourself clearly a chosen candidate. That makes it, opens the door to be celebrated in the kingdom. By just hanging around and being around, you become a tag boy. And there's a lot of taggery in church. Where people are hanging around and running around. and You see, normally... When disaster strikes in where people are, are put in a bowl, it is the popular stance people that die most. Yeah. The May 9th, you will see that the casualties from the VIP, 
if there was any at all, it was very minimal. Are you here? And the tear gas, normally they, they don't throw it where the VIPs are. I'm saying that choosing to stay at the base level endangers your very life. It's basic. So all the experimentation is done there. Who, who are you even put to throw a tear gas to where VIPs are? Don't you fear face? And their own exit and evacuation plan is higher. Hey. Ask somebody, which level do you belong to? Low class? High class? Many of you. I, I, take an answer for... Just, let's do a commercial break. Take an answer. What are you thinking? No, no, take an answer. Take an answer. Hey. It's a choice. <laughs> it's a choice. You have been called by you need to make a choice to enter the upper class. It's a choice. Make yourself available to enter into the few are chosen realm. That's why you cannot be in church and be ordinary. Hanging around. It's a powerful church. Every church is powerful. That's why people are there. I have chosen you you have not chosen me so this decision is a supernatural superior decision that when you make yourself available the father chooses you and puts you there in his bosom for the use of Christ And a chosen person is set aside for the master's use. Am I preaching? It's set aside for the master's use. If you go for an interview, maybe 10 people will be called for an interview. Then they will scale it down to four. Then to two. Maybe the spots are two. So you find out that as they are just reducing the numbers, they are fine-tuning the search. Because they need people with specific qualities to, to be used to do specific. Sometimes you don't even have the competence of what they want to employ you for. But if you have certain qualities, they are comfortable in employing you because you are trainable. Am I preaching? So, when you make yourself available, there are things you do to make yourself available, such as being a church worker and a soul winner. It's a trait. It's a characteristic that will point to God that this guy is trainable for something great. Not coming to church and closing and you are in a hurry to go every time. Hey, It's changing now. I'm telling you, I used to run from church to go and watch football at the stadium. And if it's Wednesday and put there, then I wouldn't even go. It's like, no. I was running from classroom to stadium to watch Ebusian Dwarfs and Vipers. What are you even talking about? Dwarfs and Olympics. By the time teacher knows, I'm gone. The next day when I come, they will cane me, but 
that are even talking. Nothing can stop that from happening. We have been cutting newspaper, t- um, league table, and you know, those days are black and white now. How they would just, ah, we have it in, we have pasted it everywhere. Shamokwe. Joe Debra. <laughs> it's powerful. Hey. There are some things when you do, it's a clear indication that you can be used for something important. Some people who work in a company, they will never be invited into the CEO's office, even one day. And the day they call them there, it's a sack. Because there is nothing important or nice about you. To warrant that kind of invitation. Yeah. And in the church it can be so. Some people when they come to mind. You wonder what you can use them for. Hey. They said this is a major sound bite. Pa. And it's the Holy Ghost that spoke to me to say it. What do you think? Hey. Tell somebody make yourself available. Make yourself qualified. You have to be chosen. You have to be selected for something important. Important. If your pastor never considers you for something important, it must make you weep. It must get to you. It's like your journey of uselessness has begun. Because there is nothing good in you to be beheld. And it is your responsibility to build yourself or make yourself available for selection. Make yourself what? I'm preaching now. Make yourself. There are some people they are here, but they are not available for selection. I'm physically here, but intrinsically I am absent. They are physically here. It's not every player in the dressing room who can play. <laughs> Some of them are carrying injuries. So even though they are part of the team, you can't use them for the match. Because they are carrying an injury. Or they are overweight. They are not match fit. They are not sharp. So when you put them there, in coach in a crowd boy and hey. And there are people in this church who are hurt from whatever has hurt them. And even though they are physically here, they are almost useless to our cause now. Because you are carrying an injury of bitterness, offense. Aish, I feel like preaching now. Am I feeling myself now? Aish. And sometimes what has really injured you is that your salary negotiations have not gone the way you wanted them to go. Yeah, like a football player, I said they are negotiating salary. And it's like, you know, blah, 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 so contrary, so like, I'm not in an emotional state to play. It's like I want to marry and the marriage has not come. So since it has not settled, I can't play. Waiting for a baby. 
And since it has not have, I've been in this team, uh, they even gave the captain's band to the player they just bought recently. How can new people come in? They are, Kai, I feel like preaching here. Can I go there and stay there? Whatever is renewing you on the inside, that is not making you available for the use of the master. You must get rid of that thing. Sometimes, you see, I... They, they talk about somebody like Jose Mourinho that um, he's some way, some way. But uh, look at the new coach that came to Manchester. He just discarded all those players, majority of them, that he had problems with. Because some of the players say, whilst he's telling them what to do, they're also listening to their agent. And sometimes, I'm not the only person preaching to you. Sometimes there are relationships, social networks that are not allowing you to think well and to function well. So even though we, we on a facial value, we think you belong to this house, you are actually a, 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 a river with many tributaries. And different things are telling you different. So your head is not in the right place. Yeah. That's why the coach says, I want you to run like this. And he said, I, I can't run. I'm, I'm an attacking player. Why should I backtrack? So there are certain relationships that will not make you make yourself put yourself forth for selection. So they said the coach is bad. The coach is bad. But the coach is not necessarily bad. It's just that your social networks are confusing you. Old school, club, um, man, man. Different things. Some relationships must go. No, I'm telling you that if you really want to be serious in life, some relationships are cancerous. They take from you rather than give to you. So you have to let them go. Tell somebody, let them go. If you're a player, you can just go and stay overnight with your girlfriend, talk and do other things. That on the match day, no, you don't have your energy at an optimal level to perform well because a strange woman has taken your energy. Saying that some things don't go with the ministry, if you have to be part of the few chosen, dangerous things. Now, today, no, I have, I have, look, today, I have promised myself that because it's the last day of this conference, there are some things I won't say. It's a promise I've made myself. And I refuse to cower and koto to peer pressure. So I want to proceed. 
If you learn how to stop talking small, anchor. Yeah. Because some people are good, but they are verbal diarrhea. So they can't hang around leadership because you are a, a city without walls. Any journalist can know you and oh, it is there. She's like, Sulia. And China welcome. Some even say that feeling like, look, I, I know what is happening there. I know what is happening there. We are the ones inside. And telling you is a proof that he's inside. That is one of the definition of mumushiousness. You are going nowhere. You talk too much. In ministry, you have to be discreet. I'm not saying keep confidences with wrong things and wrong people, but you need to have discretion in your speech. Let your speech be seasoned with water so that he who hears it, it will edify them and give them grace. You are an accuser. That's why you cannot be used. Satan has already employed you. How can God employ you? Are you a spy? I feel like, am I preaching? Few are chosen. Ask somebody, are you part of the few? You, you go out and you come in. You are, like you are never stable. And we need consistency to build momentum. You can never be used. So a chosen person is set aside for the master's use. The Bible also said in that verse that a chosen person is ordained and burdened to work for the Lord. Is what? Is ordained. You are ordained. Let's look at the scripture again. It says that ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordained you. And the ordination is that you should go and bring forth fruit. That's what you have been ordained to do. So you see that the call is for partying. But the ones who have been chosen and ordained, they have been chosen and burdened with work for the Lord. Go and bear fruit. Are you here with me? The ordination is work. To be chosen means responsibility. That's why the people in the member, they can be playing. Mostly the VIP, you see that they have shares in, the, in what is happening there. What they have there, they are not just normal fans. Their money is in the matter. <laughs> so as people get sad and lose their one night fufu, some people, they don't only lose the fufu, they lose money. They lose their investment. I, I don't know, if I, is God communicating here? So the person who is chosen, once you make yourself available, you are chosen, you are a church worker or you are in the church, you need to be useful. And your usefulness is when you graduate from being part of the many to the few. Many to the few. Praise the Lord. Reliable. 
And so when you are giving that work, he said, go and bear fruit and let your fruit remain. So the proof of every chosen believer is in the visible fruit they bear for the Lord. If you are really chosen, we will see your fruit. We will see what? Yeah, the Bible says that a tree is known by its fruit. So if the tree is blessed, we will know it by its fruit. And these people, they last and their fruit also remain in the kingdom. And for you to bear fruit and your fruit to remain in the kingdom means that there is divine duty to keep the gains you have made over time. So, when the chosen ones have audience with heaven as well. So, you, if you are chosen, you are a church worker, you have a soul, you have been given a soul, or you have been given a task, you, you have to develop skill set to ensure that you are growing that equity. Are you here at all? Am I boring you? It's like I'm boring you. I don't know what I should do. Maybe let's close, let's close. Let's close. Bear fruit and let your fruit remain. <laughs> it is useless to bear fruit and lose them. That is why people build storage. They build silos, bands. Because a harvest is not consolidated properly. Until there is preservation for store. If you can't store the harvest to be used at the time is needed and it goes, it goes down the drain, then it costs 90. Cost 90. Some people don't have the capacity. That's why you can live your life anyhow. Because you don't know that every choice you are making is a seed. Every action you are making is a seed. And it can destroy the gains you have made. Or up to the gains you have made. That's why I can't do some things. Because I have to consolidate my gains. My fruit must remain. Hello? But if you think you are free, you can do whatever because you are not the pastor. No, we are all called. And we have been chosen. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful? God, and you have been chosen. So, everything you are doing must help you to maintain and grow your fruit. So, if you don't have maintenance mindset and a growing mindset, then you are not in radical ministry. Because every rich person is a radical person. And you know they are radical because what they started with, they have been able to grow it and they have not allowed anything to take away their gains. Hey! So they develop attitudes. They develop skills. They develop... Look, many unbelievers who are in business, eh, they can sense thieves. Before the thieves even show up. Do you understand? That you, you pray in tongues and you cannot sense a fake person. They will be sitting there. They have sensed the person long time. Before the person even made their move. But it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, love, eh? Love. 
is the reason why many people have collapsed. Love. When there is love, there is no security. Yes, all protocols are relaxed. Whenever all you think is love, God loves me. <laughs> when I die, I will go to heaven. <laughs> Don't you see? You got a man say, "Friend, what are you in outer darkness?" He's a friend, but it is only God who can have love and the other side of love together, and he doesn't have an emotional problem. Yes. Whilst he's telling this one here, I love you. He's killing somebody here. The same time. That is more than somebody who is schizophrenic. Or who has a dual personality. Because they have to do one. And come and do another one. This one can do both. At the same time. Concurrently. Like wham. And have you seen God crying before? So if all you are thinking is that God loves me. God loves you. No. Thieves will steal from you. One guy, every time he will come and say, he has a laptop, he said, I should pray for his business. Blah, blah, blah. So the first time when he brought us, I was touching the laptop and I said, why the laptop? God told me, suck our ass. <laughs> no problem. Oh boy, I pray, pray. I said, after the prayer, I said, you have to stop that yahoo yahoo. He was looking at me like a video. <laughs> because the pastors have this mindset that when somebody comes and pray for my business, what kind of business? I can't pray for you to go and swindle somebody. I don't promote Sakawa. What, what do you mean? It's a wasted prayer. And there are people who have chosen that they won't go to the shrine. They will be there because there's power in church. So the power in church will help them swindle people. But not from me, man. <laughs> After the prayer, nah, I said, now I have prayed. I was praying, God, mercy. Uh, I was praying, you know, that kind of using semantics to pray. Grammar prayer. After that one, I said, stop being a yahoo yahoo boy. The guy froze small. I said, mm. It will be very good for you. But if all you know is that I'm a pastor, I love people, I pray for people, that's how you'll be sponsoring somebody's stupidity. Because in your mind, because you don't have, the antivirus is gone. So if you are here, oh, you think, oh, I, I, I call somebody to come to church. You need to build a follow-up system to make sure that your fruit remain. That's what I'm saying. Have I preached for too long? This is what we stand for. We have been called. And we are not useful until we have fruits to show the Father. And your fruit should remain means that 20 years down the line, you should see your soul that you want to the Lord. Maybe as a pastor or doing something great for the Lord. And you can say that I thank God that in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you. Some people, you bring a friend to church. That's all. You never follow up the person. They give you a soul. You never follow up the person. Because in your mind, yeah, some people will do. Who is that some people? Is that somebody you call some people? 
And today, because I promised myself that it's the last day, you know, I, I don't even want to dwell on the matter. You know, I don't want to dwell on the matter. But you see, the way you have dressed, I should expect more from you. Yeah. You are very nice. But that is all you are. There is nowhere where niceness equals to productivity. Nowhere in this life. Not in the labor world. Not where people have to be very fruitful. Your suit and tie is not equal to productivity. You go to the labor world. People are not nice in the labor world. It's creams and karat. And aji, aji, ah, as you should be like that. If you want to be fruitful, lagaba lakatakaya, zigalaba lagada gada. All these things must happen in your life. Nobody goes to the labor world. He's in tie, and it's it's like it's really cool, like Cinderella. Do you think we are joking here? Make up for the labor. Where is the time? There's no time. So I'm saying that you you have to, and it's just, oh, they have not taught me how to do it. They, children, and they are just taught how to eat one line. Food goes through the mouth. After that, the rest of the eating is inherently developed. You eat to live. And when the child sees that you are eating something, you come and eat some. So I don't know how we can teach you everything you need to do to keep your souls in church. We can't teach you everything. My pastor didn't teach me everything. And a sign that you are intelligent and observant is the fact that you are able to go to the porter's house or go and observe the ant. And take note for yourself how you want to build your own system. The only nursery people they teach them a ba pa ma. That is for kindergarten. Is infantile. Do you understand? So tell somebody grow up small. This is 2019. Tell them grow up, grow up. (laughs) Laugh small. Say grow up, grow up, grow up. As if, are you angry with pastor? Or oh, the preaching is, is, it's like today, we should have been praise and worship, isn't it? <laughs> why, why is pastor even preaching like this? Is there any problem? Has anybody done anything? <laughs> okay, stand up and talk to some people because me we are preaching. So when you come out, you know, I talk to about five people. It's a radical preaching today. Oh, please stand, stand. I need you to talk to about five people. As them, what do you think about the preaching? Talk to, move, move, move to five people. Talk to them. Because I said four pillars. You are making me feel like there are four pillars have been said. It's only two I have said. Praise the Lord. Let's stand. Let's read this scripture. John 6, 70. Let's stand and read it. John chapter 6 verse 71, go. 
Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is what? Oh, can we read it again? I can't hear you. Can we read it again? One go. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is what? <laughs> Ask somebody, who are you? As you are going up, what are you becoming? As you are rising up in ministry, are you becoming? <laughs> Am I preaching scripture? Or is the figment of my imagination? Is this, can we read it again? Did you go to school? Jesus answered them and said what? Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is what? So the people Jesus chose. Jesus oh, And ordained as apostles. One of them was what? That's why I'm just asking you this question today. That me and Jesus, we are not of the same class. And if after deploying all his divinity and humanity, he chose 12 and ordained them. And one of them was a devil. Who am I even to think that in this church where we are more than 12, out of every 12, no, at least one is not what? A devil. You see, if I don't show you the scripture, you think that, you know, I bring you to church so that I come and insult you. I'm just saying that here we can see that the people Jesus chose, one of them was what? A devil. And there were not many. These are chosen. They are not the multitude. This is not a crowd. Twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Out of every twelve, one is what? A devil. And I'm wondering who is the devil among every twelve here? Because if one devil Judas could sell Jesus, then you can imagine how much twelve devils can do in this church. Hey. And some people, when I look at their face, I'm smelling something. You can be a devil around the anointing. Devil in the ministry. Yeah, and you still think you are an apostle. And sometimes the devil is the one who has the money. Is what you have making you become a devil? I just want to ask. You being the, how do you call it, country director of, is it what you call Sips? Is it making you a devil? Is what you have making you a devil? Making you become, I'm just, Judas was the one holding the bag. And the money was making him to become a devil. And he became a devil. Hey! And nobody should be a devil in church. Devils destroy the work of God. 
And I'm preaching because a devil is not an event. It doesn't develop overnight. It takes a journey for a devil to grow in somebody who was called and ordained as an apostle. I'm saying that the way you have started is likely that you are becoming a devil. And you don't know. So I'm just here to preach that. You stop the process before it blossoms. Am I preaching? And here, no means I yes. I'm sure Judas was there. He was just brooding and meditating. Is there a way that I can just sell this Jesus? Or show him purpose more? You know, and then the thing just, you know, because he, he was an intelligent guy, the thing was developing, 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 developing. Until he could not help it. If you had a preacher like me to say, hey! Stop right there! <laughs> you can be a devil in the choir. And most devils originate from the choir. It's in the Bible. Was Satan not singing? Devil. Hey. I'm telling you, in every church, there is nowhere gossip is more concentrated than the choir. So once you find yourself in the choir, you have to build a wall against devilism. Ash. can make you a devil. Money, money in your hand and in your bag can make you a devil. Your nature as a woman can make you a devil like Jezebel. And it's easier for a woman to become a devil. And I want to preach this one. I'm saying that being a woman, you are liable to becoming a devil. Hey. Yes. Devil. It's like the woman's container has a way of accommodating devilish seeds. The woman is like soil, ready to receive any seed. Sperm is ready to receive. Words affect women more than men. Anything soable, the woman's system has been wired to receive. The nature accommodated. So if you are a woman, you, you have to build something against you becoming a devil because it's like you start life with that disadvantage. And 
Spirits are able to enter women more than men. Faster. The rate is faster. If you are praying with a woman, you say, we want to see visions. She will see long time. The man is still scratching head. I don't know how this thing is. This women are special cases. So Maybe because they are refined materials. You know, man was created from the rocks. Everything is rugged. Very insensitive. The woman from rip, very nice, polished, nice. Ask somebody, are you a witch? It's a nice question. For 10 points. This is a friendly macho. <laughs> because the church will not grow when witches are here. In the Bible, one of the definitions of witchcraft is the controlling spirit. Manipulation. There are some people who are very manipulative. If he's in the choir, he just uses emotion to control. Director, control this one. Control. By the time you know, he's a witch. Very ma- there are some people that are very manipulative, I'm telling you. They will tell this one, this, tell this one, this. They call it divide and rule. By the time you know, there's Bluetooth war. It's like this one sees this one. They will never talk. They never talk. But there's war going on. It's if you have a machine to test, you see that there are things flying in the air that normal natural eye cannot see. They'll be preaching. And, hmm? hey, I feel like preaching this thing. Devil! But this church, eh, it will grow in Jesus' name. <laughs> Christ said, I will build my church. And you will see that when the spirit of the Lord came down, the devil was not around. He had committed suicide. Everything a devil wants to destroy will tend to our good. So don't be the devil because you will lose on two fronts. I see you anointed with fresh oil. I see the grace of God upon your life. You will never become a devil in the house. In the mighty name of Jesus. God will use you. The devil will not employ you. I pray that the hand of the Lord will rest upon you. Whichever level you find yourself. Receive elevation in the spirit. Receive fresh oil in the spirit. May you function the way God wants you to function. Barusa, lift your hand and receive it. Any roots of devilism rising up in you, may they wither right now. Attitudes that are sponsored by hell, may they die right now. May carnality die now. May sin die now. 
May laziness die now. May apathy towards the work of God die. Anything killing your zeal, let it die now. Receive the grace of God to do radical ministry. Receive grace to make impact on people for Christ. Receive grace. May your voice reach far. May your impact go beyond the borders of this nation and this church. Receive the favor of the Lord. May you catch the ministry. Radical ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any unnecessary door opening you. I shut that door right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. May you have audience with heaven. Anytime you raise your voice. May heaven answer you. Come and open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, we pray. Somebody pray. Use me, Lord, for your glory. Use me. Use me for your glory. Use me for your glory. Use me. Come on now. Somebody pray. Use me for your glory. Shaka pakapahata. Rakapahata libaha. Somebody pray, 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 pray. Raise your hand. Father, use me for your glory. 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 Shakuala Malanda Intaluza Peri Zika Bara Rusa Zakula Bareze Use me, use me for your glory Shakata Labalakataka I'm available for your usage Pray, 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 pray I'm available to become something higher to do something more more than I have been doing Kora zoba reze Kila bara baza Kila barano maraganda Adula bereze Shakua la baba Kula sape Use me For something more More than I have been used to Kila sulete lege Rakula bera Come on now somebody pray 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 I'm an available vessel I'm an available servant Use me for your glory. Manda da bahatora, regora bara solaya. Shakara bahata kalamaha, ikara bahataka. Pray, pray, pray. You are outside. Pray. Raise your hand and pray. Father, use me for your glory. Use me to do your work. I'm available. Do nice things, something new with my life. Koranu sameli kabara. Kidabarosia, Kadusha Pe Rabah, 
listening to the testimony word broadcast from the keepers house chapel international locate us at madina estate accra off the social welfare road between the gulf lane station and wawan washing bay follow us on facebook at the keepers house chapel international podcast and audio rima at reverend francis Auburn. visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org one word for further information call 0244 831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service and on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministry.